and we're back. Jump on the ump. Season 2. That was Martha Reeves and the Vandellas Heat Wave. You know, guys, did you guys ever see um, Sister Act? Oh, yeah. That was like kind of my childhood memory of that song was Whoopi Goldberg singing that song in the her Reno lounge scene. Like, right. that was the opening credits to that movie. So she wasn't actually a nun. In my mind, she was a nun. It was all a, it was all a sham. It was all a sham, Jesse. No, she was a showgirl. Yeah, she was a, was a singer. She was oh, a, that's right. Yeah, she and was a singer. And the mafia was after her. Yes, and the mafia. Right, coming back. <laughs> she witnessed that. Um, she witnessed her, her boyfriend kill a dude. That's right. And then they had to hide her in the Catholic nunnery in San Francisco. See? I was always more of a sissy Exactly. And she taught them how to get out and be real on the streets. She brought them out for ice cream, I think, once. Does uh, that happen? No. Yeah. Maybe I'm thinking of a different movie. <laughs> You're probably thinking of Sister Act 2. No, I'm, I'm more of a Sister Act 2 guy. Oh, are like, you? She was oh, back, really? to, back to school. They, she like, teaches yeah. in a school. Yeah. But yeah. does she become a nun? I don't know if she ever, like, legal... I don't think she ever legally becomes a nun, or officially becomes a nun. Is that a... Is that a legal designation? Nun? That's a good question. Okay, I don't know. to take this one step further, <laughs> the San Diego Padres, are there... If they had cheerleaders, would they be would dressed they be as nuns? nuns? There's gotta be some team in the history of sports... <laughs> They'd be dressed as altar boys. Oh, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> <Definitely>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Um, introduce yourselves, please. Um, this is, I'm Sam. Um, go ahead. It's my birthday. Happy birthday, Sam. Happy birthday. Hey, Sam, is it hot in New York? Yeah. Yeah, that's why I'm not wearing any shirt or pants. <laughs> For those of you who can't see, I'm podcasting in the nude right now. Um, I'm my name is Jesse. I'm sword pain. Uh, I can confirm Sam is not wearing anything on his face because that's all I can see. But as for below the neck, it's up in the air. Um, where I am is in upstate New York, and there's a huge thunderstorm going on right now. And I am also wearing pants. Nice. Here comes the rain. Uh, I'm Joel. I'm in Illinois, so the sun is still up right now in Illinois. And Hello. if you were to see me, I would be dramatically backlit. <laughs> like I was in an episode of the movie Saw, begging for help. Maybe some kind of hostage video. You do look like you're yeah. like Edward Snowden right now. Beaming <laughs> in from a secret <laughs> location in Moscow. <laughs> Oh, man, we need to talk some Russian baseball at some point. Is that a thing? I don't know. If it isn't a thing, it ought to be a thing. Imagine, what would you name yeah, the baseball so team from... Yeah, they're up on steroids. <laughs> 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 that's the baseball league where steroids are encouraged. If not right. They all have, like, posters, yeah. of, posters of Mark McGuire on their walls, from like, but, like, currently still have those posters up. <laughs> uh, Barry Bonds is... Owned, yeah, they, yeah, never mind, that was a bad joke. 
Barry Bonds is the commissioner of the Russian There you go. I was going to say co-manager. No, commissioner of Russian Just, League Baseball. So what would the teams be? It'd be like the Moscow Giants, probably. Uh, oh, are you corresponding, like, city to city? Well, I think Tokyo Giants. I feel oh, like most... Yeah. It's like, I would think they would be that or like the... Uh, the Bolsheviks? <laughs> I'm thinking, you know, yeah, maybe. The Moscow Putin is a good leaders. And then the <laughs> yeah, Moscow hail Putin. Yeah, the St. Petersburg, we really no, love Putin. It would just be, it would be whatever the Russian word is for like riding a horse shirtless, holding a gun. <laughs> yeah. No, and that would be their cheerleaders, would be like right. 15 Putin impersonators riding around shirtless. <laughs> I would pay to see that. I am not ashamed to say. What about St. Petersburg? They'd be like the um, St. Petersburg czars. Oh, yeah, that'd be pretty good. <laughs> It'd be like the Red Squares. The Red Squares. Oh, yeah, like well, the Red Sox. The Red Squares in Mo Well, I mean, yeah, the Red Squares in Moscow. Oh, right. right. Yeah. Well, that would be the Moscow team. Yeah. Does St. Petersburg have a lot of bridges? Yes, I believe it does. Yeah. I think, in fact, our friend Sean, to you all you listeners who don't know who Sean is, said that I think they the bridges go down at a certain point of night, so you can get stranded on certain sides of the city. Oh, interesting. And uh, I think that almost happened to him. There is a Russian national baseball team. Really? They took 14th <laughs> in the Baseball World Cup in 2003. Behind who? I don't know. How many teams compete in the Baseball <laughs> World Cup? 14th. Hold on. That's fascinating. Uh, 2003 baseball. I would bet they have a, a pretty good basketball team, though. Oh, no. Lithuania has the... Basketball team, the Lithuanians. So, so um, I got, I got. Before we move on, I got two announcements to make. For those of you who are not psychic, um, you missed out on our podcast last week, which may go down in history as the greatest podcast ever that Joel was not recording. <laughs> and for those of you who are psychic, you already know that. You already know that, and you listen to all of our great conversation about uh, Pokemon. Um, that's right. Yeah, we had a good... Yeah, maybe that's for the best. <laughs> <laughs> um, for the rest of you... Oh, yes, this is what I wanted to bring up. We had a homework assignment that each of us... This was assigned by Jesse, that each of us had to watch at least some Olympics before <laughs> this podcast. I watched some Olympics. Not a lot of Olympics, though. I, I watched some Olympics. All right. Well, uh, Jesse, did, did you? I'm the teacher, and I, I signed the homework, <laughs> and therefore I don't have to do it because I didn't watch any Olympics. <laughs> I, uh, I, I watched some Olympics also, but I was really tired. I don't remember them very well. Is that thunder? Yeah, that was. Yeah, that's, that, my, that's in my house. There's some super loud thunder going on. That's wow. cool. All right. Um,. But I watched some, some Olympic basketball. Oh. And I watched the Serbian national team 
Take Team USA to the wire. The Americans beat them by three points. Wow. And it was pretty crazy. Like, the Serbians were really jazzed about barely losing to the, to the U.S. And then I did some research. I found out that Serbia is part of the former Yugoslavia. Correct, and, yeah. And during the Cold War, after the United States is always, even before we had professionals, um, hey guys, I gotta take a phone call really quickly. So you guys talk about something else, okay? <laughs> Just okay. Like, yeah. So I wanted to talk Hello? about how it's Sam's birthday, and I have a streak going where I don't hang out with him in physical presence on his birthday for like many years. Even when we lived across the street from one another. Streaks alive. <laughs> yeah, well, actually, I think this is the closest that we've ever come. Right. Your phone ring? No, it's not my phone. I think that's Joel's phone. He's looking for his phone to take a call. It's just ringing right in front of the computer. <laughs> Joel's going back to work tomorrow, listeners, after a months-long sabbatical or what you know summer break for teachers whatever they call it right yeah. just call it summer vacation i think yeah. or like whatever you know i don't feel bad at all you know they have month, months off from work that's amazing um yes yeah, i watched some olympics this week um and i watched a little bit of the gymnastics and a little bit of beach volleyball what was and the first I thing like you said it cut, cut out Gymnastics. Oh, gymnastics, okay. Yeah, it was the ladies' uneven bars. And mm. I really like gymnastics, not because I like them necessarily as a sport, but because I like superhumans doing completely impossible things, like, very right. easily. Um, right, yeah. And as, as a non-follower of the sport of gymnastics, I don't understand how it's scored. And yeah. so these people would do these, like, most incredible, like, amazing things. Just mind-bogglingly un- undoable. It, it looks fake, you know? It looks computer-generated, right. this stuff that they do. And, and, and they would get really low scores, and I would have I was just so confused as to what was happening. Um, so... I guess I don't really have a follow-up for that, but it was well, confusing. I agree. And it's like, I guess that's what makes it Olympics. It's like competition of like the you know, amongst the best. Um, but uh, yeah, I didn't, I did not watch any Olympics, unfortunately. I saw some headlines about it, but uh, I'm just like turned off by the whole thing, really. You know, <clears throat> the the amount of money that like a city or a country has to, you know, like there has, I read this thing today, there hasn't been a profitable Olympics. And it's not all about profit, but like, it's not like we're talking about a country, it's a municipality generally that's putting money towards towards it. Um, there hasn't been a profitable Olympics since before, since the 70s, basically. Um, really? Which means that in the last 40 years, every city that's done it has lost billions of dollars. Right. Um, and it had, the article is also mentioning the, the four cities that are up for the 2024, which are Los Angeles, Paris, Rome, and Budapest. 
Uh-huh. Um, I have a feeling it'll be Los Angeles. I can see it. They, they. I mean, it's a huge city. They have a million stadiums. They'll have, you know, like. Money. I don't know. It just seems like the infrastructure there is built to like have massive events like that on a daily basis. You know. Right. Like, can you imagine Budapest doing it? That's like an old city. Like the other three are like right. all really old cities. Like Los Angeles is like sprawl. You know, they just fucking plop down right. another swimming center and you know del boca vista whatever right that's yeah. from seinfeld del boca vista <laughs> rome is pretty metropolitan it's a pretty modern city yeah that's true i mean it's i mean paris too I mean, they, had, like, they had like the, the track meets in the coliseum <laughs> but I think that did you hear about the uh garbage strike in rome i don't know if it's been ended but like apparently there's been a summer-long strike of the uh, garbage workers in Rome because the garbage commissioner, a new garbage commissioner was brought in and she tried to clean up um, the act, their acts and got rid of the like mafia involvement. But uh-huh. everyone really liked the mafia involvement because it meant they didn't have to do as much work. Um, right, and got paid more. Probably. And got paid more. So now they're like, we're not doing that. And so they're striking. Um, and... Uh, it's a giant problem because the city is full of like horrific garbage on a really, you know, in August. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, so count your blessings. Right. Yeah. I just live in New York city. Yeah. It's only the dirtiest city in the country. <laughs> At least you don't live in Shanghai. Is that place dirty? Just super smoggy. My sister-in-law was there uh, last month and was telling me about it. And I mean, I mean, I, I know that it, a lot of Chinese cities are you know, extremely polluted, but she said that it was like, it's you can't like get away from it. You know, it's you know, it, it's incredibly, it's very hot and very polluted. And she said she was in one city somewhere else. I don't remember the name of it. That she like got off the train and was like, I can't breathe here. Like it was like scary. Um, huh. Yeah. So, uh, baseball, huh? What's your yeah. what's your what's your birthday baseball wish? Well, I really the Red Sox are in a weird spot right now. They're in third place in the East, uh, right? And they're not playing very good ball right now. Mm-hmm. And they are. Uh, their, the rest of their season is really, really fucked up. So either it's kind of they're they're on the road for most of the rest of the season. I think out of their last fifty games, they're playing like thirty five of them away. Oh wow! <coughs> um, and so that's pretty crazy. Um, and also, they have a lot of games left against the AL East. You know, the Blue Jays and the Orioles are still in front of them. They're playing the right. Orioles right now. Mm. Um, but they're kind of in this position where they have a pretty good offensive team and their pitching is terrible. So I was reading mm-hmm. this article the other day that said they've won this season. They've only won five games where they, they've scored fewer than four runs, which wow. is kind of an amazing number. That's crazy. 
It's crazy, right? Yeah. And they're, you know, they're 13 or 14 games over 500. So, like, the amount of games that they have scored less than four runs probably is not that high, but still. Their run differential must be insane. Yeah, it is. Uh, Last time I checked, which was like a week ago, they were still, the Cubs were still, had a higher run differential, but the Red Sox were in second with the run differential. Um, first in the AL, but their pitching just like hasn't really pulled it together uh, with any sort of consistency. So like, we got this new guy before the trade deadline. His name is Drew Pomerantz. We got him from San Diego. He's a big lefty. He got a big curveball, and had was having a really good season with San Diego. Came to the Red Sox, he's got an ERA right around six. And he hadn't had a good start until this past start. He pitched yesterday against the Indians. And they won 3-2, which is why I read that article. Because it was like such a rare thing, you know? Mm. Um, And they... Oh, of those five games that they won, scoring fewer than four runs, uh, three of them were against the Mariners, just so you know. Well, the Mariners, uh, but anyway, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. I was talking to my dad earlier today, and what he was saying is that, like, if, you know, we have this one guy, Rick Porcello, he's pitching really well, and then we have David Price, who is either really good or really bad, and then we have this guy, Drew Pomerantz, who is not, hasn't been pitching good. But the idea is if Pomerantz and Price turn it around for the rest of the season and consistently give quality starts, then we could have three pitchers that four pitchers, including Stephen Wright, who's been good all year, the knuckleballer. And that would be enough. Maybe if we get into the playoffs, go to the four man rotation and that would be, that would be okay. Um, But our bullpen not been consistent. We've had some injuries there. Oji Uihara is on the DL. Um, you know, Craig Kimbrell went on the DL for a while. He's back now. Um, and basically, this rest of the season, if the Red Sox can, you know, grind it and, like, make it through, it'll be really good going into the playoffs because mm-hmm. it'll be kind of like they're crucible you know it'll be like we went through this really tough stretch going into the playoffs you know going in head first with a lot of momentum or they're just gonna like fall apart and just Mm -hmm. get completely destroyed yeah so it's kind of the make or break these next two months will be fun to watch or really terrible to watch basically (laughs) yeah well, the Mariners have seemed to have turned the corner as of August yeah. 1. Um, they're, they've won nine of their last ten games. Um, they're pretty hot, but they're also playing really bad baseball teams. Like, And I looked the right. other day at like, the rest of their season, and it's pretty much we're playing like the A's and the Angels like on repeat with a few other teams. So like the chance of us winning the division actually I think is significantly higher if we can continue to win. Like, we're only five and a half games out from the Rangers right now. So, like, we take a couple... Rangers are playing good ball, though. I know, but if we can, like, win... We're going to play them, I think, twice. 
if we can win those series and like I, I think we have a shot at it, honestly. We're gonna play the Astros some, but like they seem like they I mean I think you know, it's only mid August, but uh Hernandez is back, like they're hitting the ball and, and you know, the rest of the pitching is coming together a little bit. It's just been a lot of injuries. Um but um yeah. Week week schedule, that's the best thing I can ask for really in baseball at this time of year. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right, but I feel like when you go like that's what I was saying about the Red Sox. Cool, like, right. You go into the playoffs sure. backwards, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Playing all these bad teams and that's like I mean, yeah. sure. Maybe you make the playoffs, but you like go up against a tough team and they just sweep you, you know? Yeah. Well, I've I mean, that we, we played so many times. We swept the Tigers last week. Um, I mean, we're, I think Don't they're the playing. Tigers suck. No, they're in second place. Yeah, I mean, they're not like amazing, but they're they're not as good as the Indians. But they're, you know, I don't know. <laughs> That's a weird right. thing. Um. Yeah. The White Sox are not doing well. No. 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 Um, Regression to the mean. We'll be right back. We, <laughs> <laughs> um, so we never, Sam, we never talked on air about Chris Sale and his uh-huh. incident. With oh, we the, didn't? No. No. Oh man, that's like what was, my favorite thing that's happened in baseball this year. <laughs> well, yeah, it was like three weeks ago, but it's been so long since we podcast. Um, Sale did not, for those of you who don't know, Sale did not want to wear the throwback uniforms that the White Sox were scheduled to play in. And so he allegedly or apparently took a knife and slashed to ribbons not just his own Josie, but <laughs> everyone else's Josies, so that they could not wear them that, that game. And I, I, it, was, it was like three weeks ago. What was his problem with it? I didn't it wasn't a this. knife. It was scissors. He took scissors. I think it was a knife. I don't think it was scissors. I think he got a knife. No. He didn't go all Michael Myers on a box of jerseys. <laughs> he went in there with scissors and chopped, chopped stuff up. Um, have you seen those? Want to wear them? It, it was like a protest against this. Like it, it became this whole thing. He really was just being a diva, I think. But he tried to yeah. spin it as this thing where he was like, "I don't want the teams to put money making schemes over like the ability to win games and like the, oh, the collars on them. The uniforms had collars on them. The, they're ugly uh, ass uniforms. I'm gonna agree with him that they were ridiculous looking uniforms. Well, I don't think that it was like a fashion thing. I think that they were uncomfortable and he had to pitch. Oh, but yeah. you know, at the same time, like you know, get over yourself. But, you know, what he said, what he came out with as, like, an excuse for him acting like a child was that they the teams do these throwback uniforms because they get a lot of sales out of it. They get a lot of throwback uniform, like, hats and jersey sales. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why they've become so popular. And his whole thing was, like, the team shouldn't be putting revenue ahead of winning or whatever. Mm-hmm. Tried to make himself seem like yeah a, yeah yeah you know no I mean? no no he should have yeah 
I, I see what you're saying. In my opinion, the issue is he has given the White Sox three excellent seasons, two, like, Cy Young, you know, at least All-Stars, potentially Cy Young caliber seasons, and they've been below, at or below 500 all three of those seasons. And yet they haven't traded him. And I he almost there was a lot sorry. Yeah, ahead. no, you're right. No, what you were saying I think is what I was gonna say is there was a lot of talk. He was gonna he might have gone to the Red Sox. There was a lot of chatter about that. Yeah. Yeah. They and were I think get it, Mookie Betts in return though. Was it was did they want Mookie Betts in return? I thought that they wanted too many uh prospects. Well, it was like it was one or the other, I think. Uh-huh. But but the Red it, Sox, yeah. If I'm Chris Sale, I think he's justifiably pissed, and I I think I was saying something like this a couple of months ago. Chicago got off to a really good start. That everybody was, we all knew it was smoke and mirrors. Mm-hmm. Like the, right. like they weren't supposed to be good. At the beginning of the season, then they get off to this like, you know, six sixty seven start for the month of May. Uh, I'm sorry, the month of April, and and they convince themselves that they're a playoff contender, and so they don't make the deals that they have to that they should have right. made. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm I'm. Yeah. It doesn't justify cutting up your own jerseys. But I, I, if I were Chris Sale, I'd be pissed. Chris Sale just signed a big contract, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I don't feel like he can really be justifiably pissed. Yeah, but you want to win. You want to win. Like you don't want to. Nineteen million dollars. You don't want to. You know? Yeah, you don't want to waste your like good seasons. Yeah, but I feel like if you're making nineteen million dollars a year. You're not wasting anything. Like, you're getting paid, man. You right. know what I mean? Yeah, but it's also like, at that point, it's like so much money that it, 19, 5 million, it's like whatever. It's so much fucking money that he, he just probably, he'd probably take less to be on a winning team, you know? Or maybe not. Maybe it No, maybe, no, yeah. he wouldn't. I mean, none of these guys do. You know That's what I mean? Insane. I just when don't do you, get it. When do you ever hear, like, Zach Greinke went from the Dodgers to the Diamondbacks. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, it happens. It happens so all the time. And when do you? It's like you know. You hear people have uh, no trade clauses, uh-huh. and Jonathan right. Lucroy vetoed a trade to the Indians uh, this year. So. And the Indians are a contender. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and they... And he... And he vetoed that trade, but you don't hear people like, oh, this team is offering me $220 million, and this team is offering me $200 million. Mm-hmm. I'm going to the team that offers me $200 million. Right. And at $200 million... That extra twenty million shouldn't matter that much. 
Totally. The way that it works, the way that it works is that the more players get paid, the more unions can demand for the base minimum pay for uh-huh. any player. Uh-huh. Um, and that's the way it works. Is like you're part of the baseball players' union. There's like an, an like a really intense amount of pressure to take the biggest contract that you can possibly get because it raises the base average for everybody. Right. Uh, so, you know, people who 20 years ago would be getting paid $5 million a year today are getting paid like $15 million a year because that's what the union can demand. And people that are getting paid like $75,000 are now making like $900,000. Right, exactly. Yeah. That's fascinating to me because I'm, I'm thinking about the NBA where um, Kevin Durant is taking less money to go play for the Warriors. Mm-hmm. Right? right. Like, he took a pay cut. to Like, he's still getting paid, you know, 26 or 27. It, it's the difference between... Twenty-six million dollars a year versus twenty-six million seven fifty, I think. You know, so it's not a huge pay cut, but it's a seven hundred fifty thousand dollar or so a year pay cut to go play right. for, you know, a winner. Not even a you know to go from the number three team to the number one team. Right. I just bring that up. I think that's just because basketball and baseball are different sports. But yeah, well, also like there's no union like the baseball player, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's your point, which I think is yeah. a really important point. The baseball to make. players union is like the most powerful union in the country. So does does the union go to individual players and say we are in and pressure them? Do not take less. Money. Uh, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Well, also I think they probably go through agents. Um, but, you know, the whole baseball players union, did you guys watch the Ken Burns documentary? Thing? Yeah. The whole, the whole thing about free agency and, like, um, it used to be, like, teams owned players. And right. there was this huge battle where the, uh, this one player was, uh, he was a black guy, played for Cleveland maybe, and he's like, I want to leave. Like, my contract's up. And they're like, you can't leave because we have the right to sign you to another contract basically against your will. And he's like, no. He's like, that's not okay. Like, that, you know, that's not America. That's slavery, basically. Right. And, and it was this huge battle and, like, went to the courts. And the courts were like, no absolutely the players have a choice in where they get to go play. It was, And it was a black guy, it was a black guy in MLB, right? So it was after yeah, the Negro like League? like the 70s, something like that. It was, this, oh, it was like this, it wasn't like the 40s? No, it was like the 60s, maybe. I can't remember. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was a long time ago I watched that. Yeah, you but told me, you keep like telling me to like, watch that, that and it's on like my Netflix. What's that? You keep telling me to watch that documentary, and it's on, like, my queue. Julie, you never watched it? No, so I've never seen it. Excellent. It's like, it's, yeah. It's, it's like baseball nerd porn. 
generator for like that's like thirty hours long. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's like thirty hours long. Um, but that was like that was like the big win that like basically gave the players the like the control. And the I mean the owners have the control obviously but they don't give a shit as long as they're making money and baseball is like a money making machine you know mm-hmm. it's like the opposite of the Olympics yeah. Joel you missed I was mentioning that there hasn't been a profitable Olympics since the like basically Eight. since the 1970s no 84 well they said they said that the Los Angeles Olympics was Possibly profitable. It's, it was not. It's it was disputable. not confirmed. Oh, that's that's what. I yeah. Answered. Yeah. Okay. Um, I should have asked you guys this off air, but I'm going to ask you it on air. We're at 33 minutes. Do you want to take a break? No, no yeah, let's, let's take uh, a break. Let's take a break. All right. All let's right. take a break. We're going to take a. We're going to take a break. I want to take a break in case like my app weirds out like it did okay. last time. So this dump on the um season two. We're going to take a break. And we'll be back with more after the break. Keep listening.